I'm Rebecca, and this is Just, Just Ghouly Things. things. <laughs> hey, you guys. Uh, welcome back to Just Ghouly Things. So as some of you guys may remember from our first episode, uh, we talked about how we are Jersey girls, born and raised. Of course. So we decided that for this week's episode, we would talk about one of the um, most famous folklores in New Jersey, the, the Jersey, Jersey Devil. Devil. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know, the Jersey Devil is also known as the Leeds Devil. It is a legendary creature that's said to inhabit the Pine Barrens of southern New Jersey. As New Jersey folk know, we see North and South Jersey as completely different states. That's very, very true. There is no Central Jersey. Central Jersey is m- more of a myth than the Jersey Devil itself. <laughs> That's very is true. it real? Is it not real? The Mason Dixon line for North and South Jersey <laughs> is whether you say pork roll or Taylor ham. Yes. And- the listeners that are not from New Jersey will have no idea what we're talking about right now. But oh yeah, that, that doesn't matter. So. That's all. That's the scarier thing than the Jersey Devil. Is someone really passionate about calling a pork roll? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I will. No, I was gonna say like, I will literally make someone bleed if they say pork roll. To be honest, nice. Like nice. I am a Taylor Ham girl, one thousand percent. What about you? Like, what are you? Ah, uh, well, you know what. My brother was very big on Taylor Ham. Okay. I was never really about it, but I remember it was the first time I ever heard about it. And we were out in Iowa at one point, and we were at this place, Hickory Park, shout out, best place in the Midwest. Um, and he was like, do you have Taylor Ham? And they're like, what? And he's like, oh, like I could really go for like a, you know, like a whatever, whatever with Taylor Ham. And she's like, Oh, I don't know. I I, I, <laughs> I don't know. know. She probably looked at him like he was the New Jersey Devil. Oh yeah, for sure. That's the Jersey Devil right there. But, like I just, it's so funny because like my friends that are like out of state and stuff, I tell them I'm like I personally love it. It's like my favorite go to. Like it's Taylor Ham, egg and cheese on a roll. That's like exactly. The thing. That's where the roll comes That's from, not the pork roll. The- it's Taylor Ham <laughs> and then the roll. Taylor Ham just sounds more appetizing than. Pork pork roll. Roll. Like, I, I picture like a little chubby pig <laughs> in your sandwich, just like a little, little like chubby pig, like our governor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, governor! Yeah. Maybe we'll cut Do that we one out. Where our governor is now. It's oh my God. <laughs> we love you, governor. <laughs> cut that out. We're definitely giving that in. No, Bill Murphy is our governor. I'm okay, sorry. I'm not still, Chris Christie. Yo, I'm still on Chris Christie, okay? I had, he scarred New Jersey for life. Chris, Chris Christie is like the ghost of governor's <laughs> past. Ooh, I will close all your bridges. This actually hits really home to Lily. <laughs> yeah, this hits hard for me. This is, I'm triggered. Okay. Um, New Jersey's learned to embrace the New Jersey devil. Of course. Um, to the point where it's largely commercialized here. Um, the devil is portrayed on toys, on t-shirts, and uh, even has his own feature film. And uh, most famously, the New Jersey devil has his own NHL hockey team. Woo! Go Devils! I don't, even, I don't even know if they're good, but whatever. That's <laughs> that's beside the point. The fact is, we embrace the Jersey Devil, and um, now we're going to tell you um, a little bit about the name origin of um, the Devil himself. So, Lily, take it away. The name origin, um, Jersey Devil's pretty self-explanatory, but um, for those of you who have heard the term Leeds Devil. 
it is either in connection with uh, the woman who gave birth to the Jersey Devil, her last name was Leeds, or uh, another southern town in New Jersey called Leeds Point. So either one of those, maybe they were from Leeds and that's why it's her name, but either way. And we're going to tell you um, a little bit about the Leeds family in a bit, but we also wanted to tell you um, some of the characteristics um, that people describe the Jersey Devil. Um, So it's described in a bunch of different ways, but for the most part, um, they describe the devil to kind of have like a kangaroo-like figure, um, a goat or horse-like head, leathery bat-like wings, horns, um, small arms, and like hooves, and uh, it just like, I guess it's also described as moving like really, really fast and emitting a high-pitched blood-curdling scream. Oh, and you can't forget about the forked tail too. Of course, the devil has to have a forked tail. Oh, of course, of course. So the story behind how the devil was born is a pretty interesting one. There's a, there's a few variations on the story, but according uh, to popular belief, the Jersey Devil originated um, with a Pine Barrens resident named Jane Leeds, known as Mother Leeds. The legend states that Mother Leeds had 12 children, and after finding she was pregnant for the 13th time, that's like crazy, like her... Her hoo-ha must have been like a water slide. Oh, oh, she was, that, oh, that she thing was, was a tenement house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they came out in with rent. <laughs> with rent in hand. <laughs> I'll give you 12 shillings. I'll give you 12 shillings. <laughs> and after finding she was pregnant for the 13th time, cursed the child in frustration, crying that the child would be the devil. Like, you wouldn't think after, like, the sixth, seventh one, yeah. that one would be the devil. But I yeah. guess lucky 13, I guess. Yeah, that yeah, so. definitely had a part of it. During 1735, Mother Leeds was in labor on a stormy night, of course, while her friends gathered around her. So um, during 1735, when she was in labor on that stormy night, um, her friends were gathered around her, and the description of the baby was um, in more detail to have hooves, a goat's head, bat, uh, bat wings, and a forked tail, like I described, um, people seeing the devil look like, and growling and screaming, it killed the midwife before flying up the chimney and heading into the into the pines. And um, in some versions of the tale, Mother Leeds was supposedly a witch, and the child's father was the devil himself. So it, the moral of the story is, many shit. Many shit. They're all the devil. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, that son took after his father. (laughs) And his father took after his father. There's levels to this shit. Yeah. So some versions of the legend (laughs) also state that there was subsequently an attempt by local clergymen to exorcise the creature from the Pine Barrens or that the creature proceeded to kill local children. So... That was hide your kids, (laughs) hide your wife, and hide your husbands because the Jersey Devil's out there. He's killing everybody (laughs) out there. We are the most obnoxious. (laughs) What people believe to be the house where he was born, uh, it's actually still standing today. It's just like a crumbled old building. We should go visit it. We should go visit it. We should totally go visit it. We should. And then, ooh, like EVPs and shit. Okay. Oh All right. Fu- future episode. You guys can't stop listening because we're going to have some good shit about to happen. Okay. So um, accounts go back super, super far. Um, but written accounts go back to as far as 1859 when the Atlantic Monthly published an article de- detailing the Leeds Devil folktales popular among the Pine Barren residents. 
A newspaper from 1887 describes sightings of a winged creature referred to as the Devil of Leeds, allegedly spotted near the Pine Barrens and well known among the local people of Burlington County, New Jersey. Um, and one of the quotes from this actual article um, from 1887 reads, whenever he went near it, it would give a most unearthly yell that frightened the dogs. It whipped at every dog on the place. That thing, said the colonel, is not a bird nor an animal, but it is the Leeds devil, according to the description. And it was born over Evesham, Burlington County, which is in New Jersey, 100 years ago. There is no mistake about it. I never saw the horrible critter myself, but I can remember well when it was roaming around in the Evesham woods 50 years ago, and when it was hunted by men and dogs and shot at by the best marksmen there were of all South Jersey, but could not be killed. There isn't a family in Burlington or any of the adjoining counties that does not know the Leeds Devil, and it was the bugaboo to frighten <laughs> children with when I was a boy. Now, to those wondering what bugaboo is, I looked it up, and it's pretty much just like the boogeyman, the boogeyman. something like that. But bugaboo—that just sounds like so old fartish, it's, like it, it, bugaboo, it's like the the sequel to the Babadook. Yes, the Babadook and his grandfather, the bugaboo, the bugaboo, the bugaboo. <laughs> So, uh, the most infamous of these incidents occurred during the week of January 16th through 23rd, 1909. So, there was a whole week of hullabaloo and brouhaha. So, earlier in the week, uh, reports started emerging from all across the Delaware Valley that strange tracks were being found in the snow. Uh, The mysterious footprints went over and underneath fences through fields and backyards and across the rooftops of houses. Ooh, that's like on top of your house? Like, that's so creepy. Like, could you imagine, like, you're, like, trying to sleep in bed and you hear, like, these really heavy footsteps just, like, on top? That's That's what you get when you tell your little sibling Santa isn't real. You get the Jersey Devil. That's what you understand. That's what you get and the lump of coal in your stockings. Um, Anyway, so uh, they were uh, reported in the large cities of Camden and Philadelphia, again, still South Jersey. Mm -hmm. I'm not familiar. (laughs) (laughs) Panic uh, immediately began to spread, and possessed formed in more than one town. Fear and intrigue grew even greater when it was reported that bloodhounds refused to follow the identified creature's trail in Hamilton. Mm, they were like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Ooh. And uh, schools closed or suffered uh, low attendance. That's uh, a good excuse not to go to school. I can't Mom, go to school. Sorry, like, there's a devil out there. I'm not trying to get killed. My so mom would be like, if there's a devil in the school, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but, like, that's, like, that's, like, the perfect excuse to get out of school. Like, fuck a snow day, all that shit. I remember one time uh, my high school uh, had to, we, my high school had two buildings, and we shut down one of them because there was a bear wandering around. In the school? On the um, like lawn by the oh, school, there's okay. a little shopping pavilion, and they found it. And this is like back, like um, when Snapchat had just become a thing. Okay. So everyone's like, "Yo, did you get a snap?" Then and then, and everyone's like, "No, we're stuck in the building." <laughs> like, 
It was awful, but it was also a cool story. Like, how school, Lil? Oh, there was a bear, but I did ace my chemistry test. So not only was there low attendance or schools closing, there the mills in the Pine Barrens were forced to close because workers refused to leave their homes and travel through the woods to get to their jobs. Like, I'm not I don't getting paid that. enough for that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. Like, that is not my job. <laughs> and eyewitnesses spotted the beast in Camden and in Bristol, Pennsylvania, and in both cities, police fired on it but did not manage to bring it down. A few days later, it reappeared in Camden, attacking a late-night meeting of a social club and then flying away. Earlier that day, it had appeared in, um, in Haddon Heights, terrorizing a trolley car full of passengers before flying away. Like, you know this is an old story when they're saying that there was a trolley car. cars. Like, I think trolley car, I think, like, San Francisco. I'm pic- literally that's what I pictured. Yeah, I pictured that. I pictured Judy Garland like on her way to the World's Fair. I was, I was clang, thinking, clang, of, um, clang, went the devil. I was, thinking of, <laughs> I was thinking of Full House. Sorry, Lori Laughlin, but I was thinking like, oh snap! Oh, we went there. Snap. Okay, um, where was I? Oh yeah. So then eyewitnesses claimed that I looked like a large flying kangaroo. Now, if you look at kangaroos, like, they are brolic as fuck. Like, that's so scary. Well, but this is the thing. Who in the hell has seen a kangaroo? Like, the odds of you seeing a kangaroo and then the Jersey Devil? Devil? Ma'am. It ain't adding up. Yeah, something isn't adding up. But that's that's horrifying. So then another trolley car full of people saw it in Burlington, which is another county, when it scurried across the tracks in front of their car. In West Collingswood, it appeared on the roof of a house, and it was described as an ostrich-like creature. All right, guys, so figure it out. Is it a kangaroo or an ostrich? Well, this is this is the thing I'm wondering. Okay. I have no doubt that if it's, like, supernatural, it's a kangaroo, because ain't no kangaroo gonna fucking hop from Australia to here. (laughs) However, ostrich-like, like, that can happen. I remember there was an infestation of turkeys a couple years ago, so maybe it was an ostrich and people... That's more, yeah, that's more realistic in Jersey, for sure. But what isn't realistic in Jersey? That is true. (laughs) That is true. I would believe that it was a kangaroo or ostrich if it were in Florida, but not Yes, exactly. (laughs) Florida, man. (laughs) That place is something Have you guys done that yet? Let us know if you've done the... uh, Florida man challenge. Oh yeah, where you Google Florida man and then put the your birthday and then you see what caption what? from a news article. What was yours, Rebecca? Mine was Florida man grills and cooks a manatee. Nice. What was yours? Mine was Florida man uh, calls cops because mom won't pay for IHOP or something like something struggles. like that. <laughs> something like that. Maybe first the mom, world yeah. struggles. Yeah. All right. Back to the story. Okay. So the entire week, people reported that their livestock, particularly their chickens, were being slaughtered. This was the most widespread in the towns of Bridgetown and Millville. Later in the week in Camden, um, a local woman found the beast attempting to eat her dog. She hit it with a broomstick, and it flew away. Now, how is it that like there's gunshots and everything being thrown in it and doesn't affect it, but one lady hits her with a broomstick, and it's like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ma'am. That is actually... So funny. Broomstick. <laughs> I guess picture an old, like, little Italian Wait, lady. Maybe it's also, like, a witch. Maybe it grabbed the broomstick and flew away on the broomstick. <laughs> they need to describe more, ma'am. If only we can go back in time and interview this woman. Yeah, fuck the Gettysburg address. I want to see the Jersey <laughs> Devil. <laughs> 
<laughs> the New Jersey Devil was desired by so many, desired, that even the Philadelphia Zoo was going to reward $10,000 to the person who could recover the devil's excrement, which I found out the word excrement means shit. Yeah, she found, I was reading it to her. She's like, oh, what's excrement? And I was like, your life is going to change, literally shit in my own hand. And give it to <laughs> Philadelphia Zoo if they were gonna give me ten thousand dollars. How the fuck are they, they gonna explain what? Like, how do they know my shit is different than the devil? They didn't shit? even. Also, they the didn't even came from a woman's vagina. I came from a woman's vagina. I could be the devil. Well, th- here's the worst part. They didn't even have DNA back then. They used dental records. Can you get dental records from a pile of feces? <laughs> no, you cannot. Philadelphia Zoo. Whoever didn't finesse the Philadelphia Zoo and get that $10,000 reward by shitting in your hand and giving it to them, you're an asshole. Yeah. Imbeciles. All right. So then, while there has not since been another week full of crazy, intense rampage of the New Jersey devil going on since January of 1909, there still have been numerous sightings of the Jersey devil that have continued to be reported to this day. Uh, Getting into the more recent accounts, um, so in 1951, there was an anonymous boy. He was very young. He was 10 years old. He was in the woods alone for some reason because it was the 50s and just, you know... Pa- Literally, my mom said uh, growing up, it was it was wasn't no the fifties. No, and not only that, but like my mom said, like it, when she was a kid in like the uh, like uh, late sixties, early seventies, she said that uh, like in the summer, she would pack. My grandma would pack a lunch, like a brown bag lunch for my aunt and my mom, and they'd get on their bikes, and my grandma would be like, "See you at dinner time." That's yeah. My parents say the same thing. They would, but they didn't like go anywhere far. They would just play on their street. Yeah. And they would walk to school, even if it was, like, miles down the road. Like, they didn't care. Like, they were just yeah. like, so are home for dinner? Like, yeah, exactly. leave me the fuck alone. But then again, nothing, what can go wrong in Iowa, you know? Your fight, your mom's from Iowa? Yeah. Oh. That's why she's so nice. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. She's, yeah. like, super nice. Yeah. Being, like, that, that makes sense why that she's not sense. from Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, so, uh... The boy. So, so, yeah. So, all right. There's this 10-year-old uh, boy back in uh, 1951. He was in the woods, and he came across a frightening sight, and uh, he believed it was the Jersey Devil. Uh, he described it as about seven feet tall, very hairy, and was looking down at him with a bloody face, and the boy ran away. Oh, my God. Like, could you imagine seeing something with, like, a bloody face? Like, as a young woman walking around alone, any seven-foot-tall man is scary. <laughs> <laughs> retweet, preach, preach, sister. Refund, tweet. We're all in Damn, danger. I felt that. <laughs> I felt that in my soul. Just a young woman walking around alone. Anything seven feet tall. Damn. All right. Damn. Okay. So Lily and I did some research, and we found some interesting encounters um, from other New Jersey residents that claim that they've seen the Jersey Devil themselves or have experienced something. Um, in relation to the Jersey Devil. So this first story is called Driving by the Devil in the Pale Moonlight. Ooh. Sounds kind of romantic. <laughs> What's the... In the pale... Like, I was in the dark in the pale moonlight. I, that's the song. I was trying to think of what I wanted to sing. I think it's Lana Del Rey, was, right? Um, is it? I, I, don't, I don't, know. don't know. This has haunted me since it happened in 1972. I was a senior at what was then Glassboro State College. 
I had heard about the Jersey Devil when I came to South Jersey, but being from North Jersey, a different world. Thank Yo, you. you said that. Yes. <laughs> I thought I was far too sophisticated to believe in such humbuggery. <laughs> That's such a North Jersey thing to say. Like we look down on people from South Jersey. We're like, you're from South Jersey. I am literally. <laughs> you don't pay I, property taxes like we do, honey. I literally am one county below a bunch of my friends. One. And they're like, oh, you're South Jersey, or like whatever. I'm like, I'm one county away. <laughs> like literally see you as a peasant. Yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, but everything around me is 24 hours, not in your county, so yeah. better. So anyway, one winter night, I was driving to Glassboro from Blackwood on Green Tree Road. At the time, the road was flanked by a lot of, or- was it orchards? Orchards. Orchards. I can never say that word. It's I okay. tried to say that. It's okay, you're pretty. <laughs> I'm a solid seven. (laughs) And farms. There were few houses and there were hardly any development. I was completely sober. That's a good thing to point out. And awake when I caught a glimpse of something in my rearview mirror. Cautious and curious as to what it could have been, I slowed down to take a gander. It was dark out, but but moonlit enough that I had no trouble at all discerning the upright figure of a creature crossing the road from one side to the other roughly 25 feet behind my car. The figure stood taller than a man by far and had thick haunches, similar to a goat's, supporting its nearly human-looking torso and huge woolly head. It moved heavily and didn't seem at all disturbed by me being there. He thick. He, he seemed thick with a Q thick, at the end. Thick. thick. <laughs> Two C's and a Q. Thick. <laughs> Thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. I, you can't I you can't it. see, but I just did the point from and the vine. For those that don't know about the guy that was in court that said that he was actually from New Jersey, from North Jersey. Yeah, my dad Englewood. knows the lawyer. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, my dad knows the lawyer. I showed it to him. He was like, I think I know her. <laughs> That's actually amazing, <laughs> iconic. So anyway, I didn't linger long enough to see much more. I hit the gas and flew to the Mansion Park apartments in the borough. So petrified was I that I slept the rest of the night in the car, unwilling to get out of the same darkness that had introduced me to the Jersey Devil. Never again from that day on have I ridden on Green Tree Road, day or night, that I've gotten the heebie-jeebies just thinking about that winter night. That is a really creepy story, though. Like, that's so traumatic. Like, imagine, like, just seeing, like, like, you're just minding your own business, and you just see this huge ass... Like, it's not like we have, like, moose or anything either. Like, there's not really an animal... That yeah. could be described like that. By the us. scariest thing I think I've ever seen from my car is a fight that broke out in front of a McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, lock the door. I was like, lock the door. And one of the girls, she had like fake fingernails. Like it was so Jersey. It's I think so I. Ratchet. Oh, oh yeah, I think I'd rather see the Jersey Devil than have to deal with <laughs> two guidettes fighting outside of a McDonald's. <laughs> Like, girl, you both get a McMuffin in the end. Relax. (laughs) So um, this one's camping with the Jersey Devil. In the late 80s, a couple of my friends and I took a camping trip to the Pine Barrens. I was unaware that we were headed to the home of the Jersey Devil. (laughs) Bitch. Surprise, bitch. (laughs) Uh, We headed out on our bikes and did our share of partying that night. The next day, while everyone was asleep, the three of us decided to hit the trails a bit earlier than usual. We were about 100 yards away in the woods when my bike stalled out. I looked and found that my friends had stalled too. At first, I thought it had something to do with the terrain or something, maybe something to do with the nearby power plants. Terrain, I get, but... Power plants. But, yeah, power plants. 
one of these things. It's not like the other. Uh, <clears throat> 50 feet away from each other, we tried to start up our bikes when suddenly from the woods, we heard the most horrible pe- piercing scream. It sounded inhuman, like something being tortured. Once back at camp, they asked us if we heard the screams earlier. They had heard them too from miles away. Mm. So just to pause really quick, when they were talking about being on their bikes and their bikes being stalled, I pictured like that first episode of Stranger Things. Yeah, <laughs> When they're all on their bikes. Wait, the Jersey Devil is the Demogorgon. Oh, breakthrough. We just need to cut this podcast short. <laughs> the Demoguido. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Demoguido. Demoguido. Okay. That's going to be the title of this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> so that night uh, we headed into the local town because we ran out of booze. We went into a bar and I ordered a drink, still in shock from what I had heard that morning. The bartender said, hey, kid, what, did you see a ghost or something? After I told him the story, he smiled and said, it looks like you met our little friend. Oof. He then asked us to come out back. He showed us a tin garbage can that was shredded to bits. It looked like the shreds were made from something with three claws. I have never returned to the Pine Barren since, and I do not plan to go back. I mean, well, first of all, like there's always that one creepy drunk guy that's like, (laughs) oh, so I see you've seen our little friend. I don't want to see your little friend, buddy. Do you want to see my van with candy in it? (laughs) But it's Jersey, saltwater taffy. (laughs) You got me. I got a van full of saltwater taffy. And Taylor ham, (laughs) egg and cheese on a roll. (laughs) Field trips to the Jersey Devil's turf. Oh, no. As a native of Cape May County, so that's like literally exit zero on the parkway for those who don't know, I've had the typical rite of passage trip to the Pine Barrens, the legendary home of the Jersey Devil. This Jersey girl went to Cape May County Technical High School, which sponsored trips to the Pine Barrens for good grader, for good grades in certain classes. That's I was one of the fortunate students to go there three times during my four-year career at CMCT. Each time I went on this trip, my canoe was followed by a heavy-footed thing. With each step, I heard branches snap under its feet or hooves. Every 10 minutes or so, I could hear deep, beastly growls that to this very day give me the creeps. Being in a canoe on a class trip didn't afford so much opportunity to flee in terror, so I stuck it out for three years. <laughs> Every year it was the same. Can't you say no to these trips? Like, <laughs> that happened to me the first year. I'm like, I'm not going back. Well, um, I have always said I will never go canoeing because people don't... Whenever you hear in the news about people going canoeing, it's never it's good. It's never good, no. No, they it's don't like come back. on a motorcycle. You never hear a good motorcycle story. Nope. Nope, not happening. So during my sophomore year, I was pretty confident about my canoeing skills, so I didn't look over my shoulder much. I went canoeing with a friend of mine when we came across a bag that had been torn open and gone through. Around it were prints on the ground that looked something like a horse's hoof, only bigger. Then I heard it, the cry that still haunts my dreams, part human, part beast, and full of anger, pregnant with pure hate. I nearly flipped the canoe. (laughs) We left, leaving whatever it was out there behind, or so I thought. It seemed to follow us. Every time we stopped or paused, it got closer to the river. We pushed on. The worst came to worst as we tipped the canoe. I heard the thing running behind us and thought for sure we were dead. Then we righted our canoe and got into it as fast as humanly possible. (laughs) We finally made it out to safety, sun fried to a crisp, missing all of our valuables and most of our clothes, but never happier to be on shore. We 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 packed up our bus and left. 
As we were leaving, I rested my head on the window and saw a little cottage. I looked at it until the bus was about to pass it and saw a woman. She looked, at, she looked back at me, and I could see her skin was torn and bleeding. <gasps> As the bus passed, she vanished. Scared me so badly, I wouldn't go into the woods for a year. Oh, that was, like, the biggest, like, turn of events. I did not see that coming. That's, that last part was, like, I got chills. That's, like, they went to Camp Crystal Lake, let's that be honest. Was, yeah. So my last story that I found is called The Screams of the Jersey Devil. I actually have two stories about the Jersey Devil. The first one is my own experience. As a little kid, my parents took my family camping every year around the Pine Barrens. One night, as we all slept in a big tent, I woke up to the sound of what to me was like a woman screaming. It was a blood-curdling scream over and over again, but I was the only one awake. I thought, being the naive child I was, that a woman was being attacked by a wolf. I don't know where I got that conclusion, but it must have been from the screams. No one believed my story, ever. As I got older, I became more interested in the Jersey Devil legend. Many of the stories were people talking about the screams they hear um, in the pines at night. As they described them, I got chills because I knew what they were talking about. A few years ago, I was talking to my uncle who was from Pomona, which I'm assuming is from like a Jersey town because I have no idea. I've never Probably. heard of that. And he compared what I described to what he had also heard growing up in the pines. This leads me to my other story, which is his experience. He said that when he was growing up, he had this dog that would be that would stay by all the time as he played out in the woods and fields around his house. One day, while he was on his porch, he could hear those same screams coming from the deep in the woods, and his dog ran out of sight after the noise. Apparently, the screams got louder, and the dog scrambled back to the porch with his tail between his legs and never left the porch again. As hard as he tried, my uncle could not get his once faithful dog to follow him into those woods so maybe this isn't any hard evidence, but it sure as hell is weird. There is no <laughs> doubt in my mind that something exists out there. Now that that reminds me of like those bloodhounds in 1909 that like that wouldn't to go. Mm-hmm. Holy Dogs, crap. I really do believe that animals sense. They can sense a paranormal lot. things. Well, like I, I watch all the things and they're like, oh my dog barks at nothing. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely something. It's just something that we can't well, yeah, see. Another for def- sure. and, and you know what? Honestly, even like with people. Like they can tell if you like are a good or bad person. I know oh, yeah. I know it sounds weird, but like when I I just got a new dog and when we walked in, you know, I was kind of standoffish because I was still not ready for a new dog as my, you know, last dog had passed away a few months ago. But my mom was so ready. So we both walked in and kneeled down on the ground and Faith just ran right up to my mom. Mm, you know, like and she sensed. Yeah, they can like sense like who you know, I mean they're just I don't know. They're smart. They they're have smart senses out. Maybe we have, or certain people have that we just yeah that not all of us can like tap into. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you have to be like they're just aware. Yeah, I think that's another reason people say like younger kids can sense spirits yeah. is because they were either recently closer to like that other side mm-hmm. or they're just so aware they that's think so that true, less. Though because like that's what they say. Like they say that young kids and old people are able to you know be able to connect with the spiritual world because like they're closer to. The those edge, edge yeah, of those, yeah, like that spectrum, yeah, and like that, like opened my eyes so much. I'm like that makes so much sense. Like that's crazy. Yeah. All yeah. right, Lily. So take it away with our last story of the Jersey Devil. All right. So this last story is a sighting of the Jersey Devil. I found it on Reddit from Make Mind Free to Go. 
I think. I'm working on a blueberry farm in Horton State Forest with my brother's girlfriend, Janice. She didn't have a driver's license at the time, so I usually ended up driving her back and forth to work every day. That evening, as I was dropping her off at her house, it was a few hours after sunset. The farm we worked on was pretty deep and in the middle of nowhere, and the farm she lived on was even deeper in the middle of nowhere. To get to her house, we had to drive through some pretty thick forest on gravel roads with no street lights. It would freak anyone out, I suppose. But I was used to driving through the dark woods, so it was never really anything that really bothered me. Got Janice safely to her house, went inside, exchanged some pleasantries with her parents, and then shortly made my way home. I was on the last stretch of road before the main highway that took me to the end of town. That's when I was overcome with the creepiest feeling. I can't describe it any other way than it just felt like I was being watched. So, like the dum-dum I am, I like that one, dum-dum, I stopped the car. My doors were locked and I had a big wrench under my seat. I knew how to swing it to make it hurt if I needed to. I'm still in Jersey after all. That's Jersey, baby. I love it. So I'm sitting there scanning the road ahead of me. (laughs) Rebecca, that reminds me of that vine. So I'm sitting there. Barbecue sauce on my titties. (laughs) So I'm sitting there. (laughs) Jersey devil on my titties. Sitting there, devil on my titties. Um, uh, so, anyways, sorry guys, I couldn't not. So, I'm sitting there and scanning the road ahead of me, and I can't really see anything other than the 30 to 40 year old blueberry bushes on either side of the road. With these tall bushes lining the road, I really couldn't see too far into the forest around me. After looking for a few seconds, I popped back into the car and popped it back into gear. I slowly started pulling down the road again. That's when I noticed movement at the top of these tall bushes. I stopped the car again and immediately started staring in that direction. Once I focused my eyes, I could clearly see something very large crouching on top of that one uh, blueberry bush. I couldn't make out any details as far as colors or face or body details, but it was something clearly silhouetted against the bright starry sky. That's interesting because usually people are like, it's a dark and stormy night. This time it's bright and starry. Uh, What I could make out was something larger than a man with a head, a huge head, (laughs) sitting in half-crouch position, almost like it was ready to spring from its hind legs. I sat and stared at... for what seemed like an eternity. I was baffled how something so big could sit on top of a blueberry bush like that. As I said before, these bushes were old and tall, but not very sturdy. They grow almost like a garden hedge, so anything couldn't possibly be sitting on top of them without breaking the branches and tearing the bushes to all heck. (laughs) In my concentration at staring at whatever was in the bushes, I accidentally let my foot slip from the clutch, and my car stalled the engine. Yeah, Such a stupid move. (laughs) I can honestly tell you I came very close to almost pooping my pants right then and there. (laughs) We're honest here at Just Ghouly Things. We don't judge. (laughs) This is the wrong move, he says. Right there in any horror movie, you don't let your car die in the middle of the woods while some creature is stalking you. Accurate. Yes. Anyways, 
I think the sound of my car startled it because the things had whipped around right to stare at me just as it took off in one swift motion and was gone out of my sight. As it was taking off, I didn't exactly see any wings on his back, but I heard a loud whooshing noise, like large wings would make. In addition to hearing this, I could make out some very powerful-looking legs that were bent at the knees like a horse's legs would be, which is a common, a pretty common thing that we're hearing here, right? Yeah. It used them and the assumed wings on its back to disappear from my sight in a second. What I find interesting <laughs> about the whole wing whooshing thing, them, do you remember when you would like have a toy sword as a kid and you would like wave it around and it would go whoosh, whoosh, yeah, yeah, whoosh. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> I can hear it right now. Okay. Since the car was now stalled and quiet, I could hear a loud screech and whoosh of air above me that grew fainter within seconds. Whatever this thing was, it was fast and it was powerful. I know I weirdly kept talking about these blueberry bushes, but I swear they are important to the story as this creature was taking off from me, those bushes almost bent in half as it jumped off of them. And I sat there watching them thrash and sway for quite a few moments after the creature was gone. Whatever was up there was skilled enough to sit there without breaking the branches, but powerful enough to get them crashing around like crazy once it left off of them. Mmm. That is... Wow. Damn, nature, you scary. <laughs> I just... I just feel like, why'd you stop? Yeah. I would have kept going. But yeah. I mean, it, it, it led it for a really good story, so I mean... Yeah. There's that. All right, guys, that's the end of today's episode on the New Jersey Devil. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. <laughs> this is really surprising. <laughs> um, so you're rambling. Yeah. And um, if you guys have any stories that you would like us to talk about on the podcast, you can email us at justghoulythingspodcast at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Just Ghouly Things Podcast. And you can also like us on Facebook at just Ghouly Things Podcast. <laughs> also, feel free to rate and subscribe and review and tell us what you think of the show. So thank you guys again so, so much, and we will see you soon. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>